0: If you could see the glamorous life of podcasters, oh my god! <laughs> all right, um, we we're
1: recording. We're just gonna
0: <laughs> come on. All right, over. we're just setting the scene. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're just yeah, we're just trying to set the scene to, <laughs> so people know how uh glorious. If you guys could see us right now, we are the life of a podcaster. We're inside of a bush. <laughs> <laughs> we're under an olive tree. It's ca- yeah, Is it's ca- it really? No, it's all. Oh my god, the excitement in my voice. <laughs> Wait, what? what?
1: All right, guys, we are at Verve Coffee Roasters. They just opened a brand new location in Palo Alto. Yep,
0: their grand opening. Um, First of all, welcome back to uh,
1: Oh, yeah, Between hey, guys. Reps. Oh, my God. Yeah, hey, who are we? Hey, welcome, welcome back to, to, a- to Between the Reps with Brooke, Brooke and Gina. And we are here. They have a grand opening happening. If you guys haven't already heard of Verve. You're dumb. Uh, then you are just <laughs> new <laughs> to this podcast or to me and Gina. And also, <laughs> you're dumb. You're dumb. Just kidding. You're not dumb. You're not. Kidding. Um, we drove over.
0: It's like, how much hotter here than Santa it's Cruz? It's really hot. We did not come prepared no. at all. No, we're In sweating fact, I didn't think about it. I actually grabbed a jacket. <laughs> I know. I have, I have mine, too. You have too. a hoodie wrapped yeah, around your waist. I have it wrapped around, it around waist. my
1: waist. But here we are. We are trying to find shade. If you could see us, we're hidden yeah. underneath. It's the not one, a coffee tree. I no, it's like it the one
0: olive tree that they planted. He said they planted it like yesterday. Well, it's
1: creating so a lot of shade. shade. We're going to sit down with
0: Colby. Mm-hmm. Jordan, what's Colby's last name?
1: Bar. It's like I, I'm so dumb. You should know that. I know. No, I know everyone's kidding. first names. <laughs> it's hard enough for me to remember first names. <laughs> right. We're gonna sit down with Colby Bar. He is the founder of Verve Coffee Roasters. Started in Santa Cruz. I worked at Verve actually for a year and a half. You their did. downtown location. And that's how I fell in love with coffee. Mm-hmm. Before, okay. When I started, this is when going you became to Verve. a coffee
0: snob. Yes. Yeah.
1: Because before Verve. I was your typical... I drank coffee like my mom drank it, Mm -hmm. right? With like vanilla creamer, you know, a lot of... Usually like a darker coffee from Starbucks, which is consistently shitty, if you guys (laughs) follow me. Um, But consistently shitty in a way that you you know what you're going to get anywhere you go, which is nice. (laughs) Right. Um, But that's how I drank it. And I remember I was going through different phases with my diet where I couldn't add those things in. Right. And... I had to so, actually
0: drink it black yeah, right
1: but until they started working at Verve and I was going through all the training so when you get like you take your resume and you do the interview when you get hired you go through a bunch of training and then you do a lot of like coffee tasting and you learn you know what's good right <laughs> and learning how to how to taste it and you know looking at where it's from and why it tastes the way it does and the the notes and things if you guys go to a coffee shop usually on the coffee, uh, it gives you like flavor notes mm-hmm. The person, when they go through the process of tasting it, they sort of they decide those things for every coffee, which right. is really cool. And obviously, everyone kind of tastes things a little bit differently. So they will cup a, a type of coffee. They'll cup it so many times before it's something that they're like, okay, it's ready, and then they you know, go through the whole process of roasting all of it, bagging it. Right, which it. you don't even realize when you go and order a cup of coffee how much no. time goes into it. No. So we're going to sit down with Colby, and going to let him tell you about not only his new location, but all the all of the locations that they currently have, and really just not only educate us a bit more, for sure educate you, Gina, because... I,
0: I, I drink shitty coffee. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like for me, I you know... I not consistently shitty when coffee. I, when I was training, I didn't realize like what that was like, like training to work at a coffee shop. Right. And it really makes you respect to the whole art of coffee and what it takes to create a cup of coffee
0: right appreciate it for yeah. sure when you know so, what goes into it
1: yeah we're gonna let yeah. kobe talk about it okay from the mouth of the the founder
0: himself from the mouth of the which founder which way better than me trying to tell you about it well yeah i mean i need to know about it because i grew up on like hardware store coffee oh the good kind yeah the With really the good kind the and bottom and of the yeah the ants in it You'll yeah, have that, you, that you have to tell that I thought story i did to on another one hey give him those yeah. headphones okay here Colby, you get these headphones just trying to be part of it.
1: And first of all, I'm sure that this is probably
0: the most high-production podcast <laughs> you've ever been on. By far. There was a guy, I got distracted earlier when you were talking. There's a guy like walking by, and you can see him talking, and he got his phone out and kept taking pictures of us while we're huddled, Sorry. huddled under this tree right now. I hope that we become a meme. <laughs> For sure. All right, guys. Welcome.
1: Colby Buar. He is the founder of Verve Coffee Roasters, and really cool dude. Actually... I'd already let them know, Colby, that I worked for you for a while. And uh, since then, when, when I got hired, you only had, you had the Seabright, 41st, and Downtown.
2: Uh, yeah. I and think Downtown was just starting. Yeah, and Downtown was where you were at.
1: Yeah. And how many coffee shops do you have now?
2: We have, I think, 13.
1: Jeez. So <laughs> I came in when they were just opening their third, and now they've opened 10 since I worked there. I'd like to hope that it wasn't that long ago, but actually, I'm turning 30, so it was a while ago. Where where are they at?
2: We have uh, four in Santa Cruz, obviously home base, Mm -hmm. and then we have three in Los Angeles, a store in San Francisco, and um, here on the Peninsula on Facebook campus, actually, Mm -hmm. and three in Japan. Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty casual.
1: How did you, I guess, like to choose, obviously, when you're going to choose to find a new place where you'd want to open up a coffee shop. What's that process like? Even when you guys first left Santa Cruz to open one outside of Santa Cruz, what was that like?
2: Leaving Santa Cruz was kind of the big decision because it's like, do you want to leave the home nest and try to go get involved? Or do you want to just kind of stay here, home base, and kind of have that be our world view? But our brand's always been bigger than just, you know, a hometown brand, although we obviously have a lot of love for hometown. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Being
2: a hometown brand. But we just decided to go out there with the people. And, you know, we ended up in Los Angeles because of working with a lot of great restaurants. And going down there and seeing so many people that were active, that wanted high quality of life, that liked nice food and nice nice things. And it just sort of resonated with the brand. So we've kind of picked our locations based on finding communities that feel Akin to what we do kind of in Santa Cruz yeah. and aspirational and people that like a high quality of life and nice products. But um, which is, I guess, why we're all only in California <laughs> yeah. and then uh, Japan called, which was also interesting because they they have a great appreciation for West Coast and the brand and just that kind of point of view.
1: I remember when I was training and working there, we talked a lot about like globally, how known, you know, in, in like the community of coffee how known like verve was on the map of coffee does that happen so was were you guys already i guess um sending a lot of whole bean to japan before this happened or how did they hear about you you know
2: no we weren't really i mean we sent some coffee to japan and we kind of even had this one kind of unique little account we worked with there but they they had actually come to los angeles and some people there um who were had a cool space and they were trying to find a quote West Coast roaster to put in, and they went ch- kind of like secretly shopped all the cool brands and really loved us, and loved our aesthetic and the California feel, and just wanted to wanted us to come bring that to Japan. So,
1: what is the, I guess the deco- uh, the coffee shop itself? Does it sort of still? resemble a little bit of the the vibe and feel we have in you have in a lot of the shops here in california or is it very different
2: no it actually totally feels like the same the same aesthetic meaning you know we don't have just one aesthetic but yeah i think that like california modern architecture residential welcoming warm but mm-hmm. like modern um is our is our style and that we brought that there and totally resonated with what they do so
1: do you think you'll open up more shops out there
2: yeah, I think so. Actually, there's one on the table right now. So we have three and yeah, we'll probably keep going there. We have an the team there is amazing. And it's, it's Japan's is, is awesome. If you guys have never been there, no, any, I have not any of your listeners have not been there. I highly recommend Tokyo. It's a great
1: city. If you're looking for someone to open a shop, Gina <laughs> is very organized.
2: Yeah, Gina, let's talk about this.
0: Well, no, I was just gonna say like, do you want to send us to podcast over there? Let's do this. Do you have maybe have like another tree over there we could like perch underneath and, and we talk can, about it? We can find you a tree. Okay, cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I want to, well, I want to know, and I kind of already know, but Gina does not know how you started getting into coffee. Um, kind of
2: started out of the like cliche reason I think people get into coffee, which is you drink coffee. It's quote cool. And then you think, oh, wouldn't it be cool to have a coffee shop? So kind of, I think the reason a lot of people get into coffee businesses, but also, you know, Ryan, whom you know, my business Mm -hmm. partner, you know, we knew each other in college and he was a coffee crazy man. He was like my first coffee geek friend. And so I always wanted to kind of start my own business. He was this crazy coffee geek and those that, you know, we knew each other playing music, but we also connected on this other level. And it was through that that we just said, hey, what about if we started a coffee company together and... It was kind of just a real leap of faith, and we started Verve down in Santa Cruz.
0: Well, and how does that start? Like, do you did you just like start traveling and, and figuring it? Like, how do you figure out? I mean, you're again talking to somebody who knows nothing. So, like, did you like go and figure out where the beans that you wanted were, or like? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I wouldn't even know how to start that. <laughs> Neither like, did hey, we. Hey, I'm going to start a coffee company. Are you thinking about uh, it, yeah, I'm start, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be your competitor. Now. Watch out! Between, between <laughs> You'd be really worried <laughs> between the coffee bushes.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's our coffee shop. <laughs>
0: Um,
2: no, it was like definitely ignorance is bliss. We even joked like one year in that if we had known what it, we were actually starting, there's no way we would have ever done it. <laughs> it was dark, but, um,
1: <laughs> there was a dark time. But then it,
2: the light came. No, kind of true. But, um, no, we, we you know, Ryan was a coffee geek. I want to start the a business. So, and so we had this idea of what we wanted to do. We saw this movement happening, which is now called like third wave coffee, which is if any of you out there have ever seen like you know, what looks like a tree, the same mm-hmm. tree we're sitting under yes. yeah. or a heart or something poured into your drink, like latte art. That's sort of a symbol for this thing called third wave. First wave being like your grandpa's Folgers coffee. Second wave being Starbucks and lattes and things like that. Third wave being this newer, younger kind of approach to coffee. Um, we knew we felt this happening. So we just decided to kind of go for it. And I uh, really didn't know quite what we were getting into. Um, but as far as where does coffee come from? There was a big rabbit hole that happened right after we committed to it and, you know, kind of just fell into it. And sourcing coffee became something I was really passionate about. And I traveled for 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 years by myself just sourcing coffee. I grew up farming wine grapes in Northern California and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, so I was doing that. Ryan was our roaster and we kind of just shared on, shared the retail and marketing stuff. So
0: like the perfect combination then yeah it kind of yeah. worked out
2: that way crazy two yeah. crazy people yeah two <laughs> don't know what they're super doing. crazy people that <laughs> actually don't know what they're getting into but look at
0: you now look at you now
2: right an That's idea amazing. and an overcommitment can take you far
0: yeah
1: <laughs> like Overcommitting that. to something that you don't quite you haven't you have no idea how big it is yes yeah. you just wanted to do something fun yeah. yeah what was it like going from your first like roastery i know you guys had mm-hmm. everything in one location right that was on you had like a very small yeah, roaster yeah. and then first. kind of moving into having to get like a much bigger one, <laughs> just like space. Like how did that feel or what did you guys do in order to grow as you were growing? Cause that, I mean, I, me thinking about it, it's like for sure, over, seems over, fairly overwhelming. And again, like not quite sure how big of a roaster I need to get or location I have to have.
2: Yeah. We, you know, <clears throat> Every little step along the way, you go through these these sort of walls or something. These little barriers that you're not sure what's on the other side, and you don't know how fast you should run through it. And and that, like, even you know, opening our second store, for having to just one little store, or moving to our roastery, the same thing, which is how big do you go? And we had a few people that worked in the industry that had um, have a pretty important brand in coffee that kind of liked us and. Gave us some advice, which was to take a much bigger space than we were thinking. Mm-hmm. And it was good advice because we actually needed it. So a little bit of help along the way and, and people encouraging us to think a little bigger, go a little bigger, try a little harder. Not try harder, but just don't accidentally under, like sell yourself short or to to not to not dream or think big enough. And that was a lot of the help that's been with us along the way has been to just think bigger and kind of just... Try to, you know, dream bigger, think bigger, and go bigger, and um, not blow it.
0: Yeah, don't blow it. <laughs> don't that's blow my, it. That's my motto. Don't blow it, Gina. Asterisk, don't blow it. <laughs> yeah, don't blow it. My dad is still stuck in that first wave. Oh, I, I, tell, I, I thought it was Folgers that I grew up drinking at the hardware store, but I think it was Farmer Brothers. Mm-hmm. which I think Halfway. Like step down, maybe. I don't know. Okay, perfect time for you to tell him this story. Oh, well, okay. So we had the, we had the coffee pot, you know, normal hardware store, all the contractors come in Mm -hmm. and it was really disgusting because we wouldn't actually make the coffee fresh every day. So sometimes we'd just be like drinking the old coffee that had been in there. And I kept like noticing all these grounds in the bottom of my coffee. And I was like, that is so weird. Like, what are these grounds? Like it, it shouldn't be this many. Cleaned it out. They were ants. <laughs> I'd been drinking ants in my coffee for probably a good 3 days or something like that. But yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> thinking um, they were ground
2: pro- protein boost.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's about I don't just I'm not don't really have a, like a very mature palate. <laughs> when it comes to coffee, I wasn't like, it wasn't even enough to be like, oh, this tastes shitty. And you're like, oh, yeah, huh, not bad. Yeah, things. it's not too bad. But when it comes to ants, yeah. Very, very Yeah, refined. right. No, I, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I very, very mature palate with ants.
1: <laughs> um, will you tell us a little bit about your guys' process of hiring?
2: Yeah. You know, it's, it's evolved a little bit over the years, but I think...
0: Was Brooke fired? No, I'm just no. kidding. They begged me. To. I'm just kidding. Brooke's the best. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: no,
2: it's true. Brooke was, is, and always was awesome. Um, I loved no, working there.
1: I'll come back right now.
2: Let's do this. Ryan's on bar right now, so <laughs> we'll, we'll do a full throwback. <clears throat> um, no, we've 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 always been really serious about our hiring, and I don't want to say intense, but you know, we've we've always wanted to. The, the main thing in like a business like ours, especially with service, it's kind of with any business, but it's like getting the right people mm-hmm. and not just any people. And then really finding the right people on, as much as you, you know, only getting the wrong people off, and then to give the right people the tools and training so that they can have the confidence to actually just be themselves. Not so they can then become something else, but the idea is like for people to be confidently trained, have the information they need, So they really just feel comfortable and then they can just go do their thing and actually just what we've said in training or whatever, just say, just be normal. Just like you be you. You don't need to be some other thing. But sometimes I think, especially in service and hospitality, people come off with weird attitudes. Sometimes it's just the nature or the culture of a a business company. But sometimes I think it's people not having the confidence and then they have an interaction that can throw them off and then they can kind of get defensive or something mm-hmm. like that but if people are really trained and they know they're empowered to just have every, have customers backs and it's like they can just uh, have the autonomy to make good decisions and they're trained and really really up to speed then they can just yeah relax and just do them
0: uh, I mean, I, when you go into a verve you do, really do feel like the people behind the counter are having a good time which is cool it's because they are right <laughs> but it's cool it's like no one like really like looks like they're like oh, I'm, s- I'm stuck at work again you know like they're all like super friendly and and they're usually having a great time. So, yeah. I might I might need a job. <laughs> we are always hiring. Okay, cool. They have... We're going to Japan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the next uh,
1: location on the docket. Well, so, Gina, we are another moving another language, to Japan.
0: So, that might be rough. So, <laughs> yeah. A little time before that. I can go and do that.
1: Well, I had, I had talked a little bit before you came on, Colby, just about... Like, when I... My experience with coffee before, you know... Tr- um, giving my resume to Verve was exactly that it was like second wave coffee and just kind of drinking it how my mom drank it and also too I think before third wave or before for me like Verve it was always like uh fast food in a way like um what it meant to have a coffee meant something very different than what it means to me now and that and that was something that like we it was all about creating, you know, helping when you when someone walked through the door, greeting them, you know, helping them have the experience to allow them to have a, a time where almost like time sort of stops in a way and and slows down and you know, give them this time to relax, enjoy a really great beverage, all the people around them. Like you said from the how it was, you know, decorated to the warmth and the feeling and having people that are normal and that are, you know, building this confidence to be themselves. It's it's so much different than going into a a Starbucks or running into You know, there's so many other shitty coffee shops out there. Oh, I'll I'll bring you back in. So uh, people that follow me know that I I do drink coffee from Starbucks because it's consistently shitty. That's like what I say all the time. It's consistently shitty where I can go in there and you know what you're going to get. If I'm international, I know what I'm going to get. If I'm. It's not that I don't like their coffee. I just appreciate and love my time at, like, a third-way coffee shop so much more that if there's an opportunity for me when I travel to find and discover new coffee shops, that's just what I prefer to do. However, I will drink Starbucks.
0: Yeah, in a pinch. In a pinch. (laughs) But then you'll complain about it the whole time. You know, you just have to doctor it up more. (laughs) You have to just doctor it up more. Requires
2: a little bit of doctoring. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they... they invented second wave. I mean, they're the, you know, Howard Schultz and company convinced the world that there was something beyond just a black cup of coffee with free refills and nickel diner coffee and introduced espressos. Ants. yeah, Ant ants.
0: coffee.
2: Beyond ants. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, 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 you know, yeah, people, espresso culture, lattes, $5 coffees. And, you know, the idea that a coffee house was, that, that there was an idea that you could have what he called the third place where mm-hmm. you could. And so we... And what we've done in Third Wave is tried to expand upon that and sort of try to think how can we be even more refined in, in our atmosphere? How can we elevate the product beyond that and just try in the service model too to be more personal and, and just, um, I don't know, not necessarily down to earth, but just less formulaic and a little more, yeah, a little more personalized.
1: Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate you and want to stay connected with you. So please rate, review, and subscribe to help this podcast grow. And if you like the podcast, get the word out. And now back to the show. For us, if we're going to go and get a coffee, we always go. We, always we go live in Santa Cruz. So we always go to Verb, And it's a matter of we know what we're going to get. We're going to get friendly people. We're going to get an amazing product. And it's a time where we can... Even without trying to relax and slow down, it just happens.
0: Yeah. Like without asking to slow down or relax, like it, just, it just happens. Well, and there have been days, I think, when we've gone there like three times in a day. Yeah. We I'm do. sure you have a lot of customers that do the same thing <laughs> that are like living off of coffee. Yeah, we, we, uh, we appreciate that a yeah. lot.
1: I mean, I would go there. I'll go there and, like, if it's a little too late, I'll get a deal. I'll go for a decaf because I just want a coffee. <laughs> she does. <laughs> I just want the experience yeah. so bad.
2: You know, that, it's funny you're talking about decaf. Uh, we're, we're. I know you drink our flash brew. Yes. And we're working on right now, launching a decaf flash brew, which is, it's kind of funny. I'm, I'm like, we're the first people to do it, and I'm like, I wonder why. <laughs> Should that have been a sign? Or are we innovating? <laughs> no, but it's, it's cool because me too. Like, I, I think what I think because coffee is elevated, and I think what in companies and what we're doing in particular to bring. F- the, the intrinsic qualities and flavors of coffee to the forefront that people are like in or people are enjoying coffee beyond just i need my caffeine fix right. it's like okay take two excedrin right. it and actually tastes through. good yeah right. so i think now there is as people are drinking better and better coffee there's a time when you want that taste and it's not just that you wanted the caffeine not to say that that's how it is in the morning i mean we all want the caffeine but um, I think yeah, in the afternoon. Sometimes I feel like a coffee because I actually just like the taste of it, but mm-hmm. I don't necessarily you don't want, want
0: to up all night. I don't need. <laughs> right. I don't.
2: Yeah, I don't need any more coffee today. Right. Right. So we're kind of making this push into decaf. So it's funny.
0: Well, I think it's.
1: I think thrilled.
0: it's. You're gonna be thrilled about that.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll. Now we'll be going there
0: four times a day. <laughs>
1: I'll be. Ma- I'll
0: make like a, a pot of decaf coffee, and like
1: I started doing that or wanting it, and I remember because my family's in Southern Utah. And my mom does that, too, now. I'll be home, and she's, like, put a decaf pot on because she just wants coffee. She just wants, like, the flavor. And, and again, like, I guess the feeling of what that, what it feels like to, like, relax and enjoy something slowly. And, uh,
0: sorry, I just just got sidetracked again because that guy came over and took another picture. (laughs) We're definitely going to be a meme.
2: What is happening Definitely a meme. Yes,
1: I hope it's a good one. You um, might be
2: huge on Instagram after this.
1: Thank you. Yeah. They're gonna get you some followers. Yeah, exactly. I definitely need more. We need you get. We need you to get more followers. I do need more. Um, what I notice, or what I've, I've noticed, mostly just with Starbucks, I guess, but I is a lot of those second wave like coffee cultures and coffee shops. They're kind of trying to make that transition now. Yeah,
2: definitely. You're feeling, I mean, Starbucks is, you know, Starbucks has made a push to that with their like reserve stores Mm -hmm. and their reserve roaster. They put a lot of energy and money into that actually. They're, yeah. And then, yeah, in the business world, there's a lot of companies buying companies and there's been a lot of movement in, in the third wave space, which if nothing else validates it. But yeah, it, it, it is interesting to see that what started as, you know, uh, this, something like the kids quote we're doing or mm-hmm. was like was it gonna be a fad mm-hmm. i didn't think so but you know when you're talking to your parents or talking to people oh, it's like sure. oh this thing that, it's like when hip-hop started and it's like oh it's gonna be this fad yeah that, that would turn out to be a fad <laughs> yeah. hip-hop
1: still um, here yeah. still
2: nope. here nope. nope largest music yeah so i think that, yeah you're yeah it's true you're really seeing a lot of people push into it so i wouldn't be surprised to see that just accelerate
1: what do you find is going to be like You know, I'm not a huge fan of when people ask me, like, what's your five-year plan? What's your year plan? I'm like, dude, what's my
0: tomorrow plan? I know. We were reading that one. It was like, what are you going to do in 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? I'm like, I'll be dead. (laughs) Don't you say that. (laughs) I already told you that I'm going to have you on life support. I'm just going to try to not be in a home. You know? That's my plan. I'm sorry. You'll be in in a really great home in Japan. (laughs)
2: You're living in an Airstream in (laughs) Baja, Mexico.
1: Perfect. (laughs) But yeah, I guess, you know... Do you yeah. have a certain number of stores in mind that you want to open? Do it, you have?
2: Yeah, I mean we we have a we have a plan. Don't we, we have a plan? That's we, we, good. Do you no, have
1: Do you have some info on your plan? Yeah,
2: yeah. No, we're I mean we're still structured similar, you know, pretty similarly to how we've always been. I mean, we're independent, founder run. Ryan and I are here right now, um, and so we still get to grow at Our I, yeah, yeah, at our pace or in our direction the way we want to and focus and innovate on things that we're interested in take chances where we want to so I mean our our plan is to still you know grow a couple stores a year but like really key locations, great stores awesome communities, we love California and so there's still a lot of work, I mean not a lot of work I mean that's where we're really mainly focused and we get asked all the time about New York and Austin, all the time I this morning, actually, but, um, so you never know that could totally happen, but we're, we're focused on a couple of stores a year growth. We have, um, a really kind of cool reserve roastery project we're doing in LA. It's opening in about six weeks. It's going to be pretty special. You guys have to come see it when yeah. you're in LA. You want
1: cool. a podcast under a tree there? Yeah. yeah. Do you have any trees? We, we can have podcast a huge under?
2: olive tree there. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. You'll feel cool. right. At, I'm there. You'll feel <laughs> right at home. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, just like we're, you know, we, we do a lot of great wholesale with great tech companies and like you know, the, like, um, Google and even like GoPro and Netflix and things like that. It's been fun to push into that. And then really just working on product development and innovation. So whether it's flash brew, which is our take on like cold brew, you know, our, our counterpoint to cold brew, you know, hot brewed, flash chilled and trying to be innovative there. We have decaf coming out, uh, a single origin coffee coming out in that realm. And we're working on a line of, um, like alternative, really clean, clean labeled alternative milk drinks that's coming out um, with an like an oat almond uh, blend, dates, no sugar, no added sugars, really low sugar count, super super clean ingredients. We have a just stuff like that and uh, other really focused on like innovation and then nice. build the brand in a meaningful way and don't
1: blow it. Yeah,
0: don't blow it.
1: Will you actually <laughs> hype up that? Hype up the flash brew. Because I know that like nitro became like a really big thing, right? And um, I guess educate what our is the educate, difference between nitro and yeah, flash. Educate room. Gina educate and educate our listeners me. on nitro and flash brew. Yeah, what is it? Let's break it down.
2: Break it. Well, <clears throat> cold coffee, like cold brew, made a big push in the past decade, and it's sort of the way people have made cold coffee for for quite a while. That we even we used to make it back in the day, yeah. and you you know, I mean, hey, like. I can, we can pull the curtain and say like the way people made coffee was you put it in a bucket, <laughs> a five gallon bucket with like lukewarm water and you would just let it sit quote for 12 to 24 hours overnight and by in the back room of, you know, I mean, it was a really not precise, clean way to make coffee. And that's, a, I mean, a lot, that's a really common way of cold brews made in a lot of
0: cafes, a lot of places. I just thought it was leftover hot coffee that they would just like, In the the fridge? fridge. That's how my mom made it.
1: Honestly, that's
2: what it was. Sometimes it is also that way. That's Mm -hmm. another way to do it. But like cold brew as a category is really just cold water, coffee soaked in cold water for some duration of time. Um, But usually a lot of time in that regard, you're not being able to pull out as many flavors of the coffee. It's usually not in an airtight environment. It's exposed to oxygen for a long time, can kind of get stale tasting or Uh, you know, not just not as clean. It can be kind of more murky. So, well, we took the approach of how we do coffee in all of our cafes. We measure water to the 10th of a gram, uh, measure coffee to the 10th of a gram, measure water to the 10th of a degree, and then thought, well, if we're so precise and we have scales all over our cafe and every shot of espresso is measured, then what the hell are we doing with this cold brew? And we thought there's got to be a better way. And so we applied all that same mindset and technique of how we brew coffee in our stores to the cold coffee and that's what flash brew is we we use commercial like microbrew uh microbeer brewing equipment and some other custom stuff we've had made for us and we flash uh, we, we brew it hot flash chill it in an oxygen free environment and then infuse it with nitrogen which kind of adds you know adds the mouth feel adds the carbonation it's a sweet ga- it's a sweetness and also pushes out all the oxygen so you wow. know flash brew is like that's the high def high def version of it's basically like the high def version of cold brew.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool.
1: It's really good. I, if you guys have seen on my Instagram, that's they are so kind, and I've got my office. I me
0: mean, mine and Gina's office and Jim. full of the flash like how room. she always like adds me in there. Like, I do. i always. Too. Guess what? I don't pay any of the bills. <laughs> That's okay. You're going to pay. I know. It's like the perfect thing for me. <laughs> one day you'll pay. I know, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> you're keeping track of all of it. You're just going to send me a bill one day and be like, oh, damn it. One day when you marry I like was a, all a billionaire. Yeah. I thought it was all I'm like,
1: oh, remember, um, here's your bill. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I do love ha- having the little fridge in there. It's very, it's very handy. It is handy. Yeah. It's good stuff.
1: Well, Colby, thank you so much for hanging out with us under this tree. And one, thank you so much for hiring me and giving me the love of coffee and. And ruining Starbucks for her forever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's your fault.
2: It's a, it's a hard step back.
1: <laughs> hard step back. Yeah. Um, graduating me to being an adult and drinking coffee black. Mm-hmm.
2: Love that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nice.
1: Yeah, I love black coffee. The only time I put, I doctor my coffee is if it's shitty coffee or like shitty diner coffee. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, coffee's a fruit. Most people don't know that. Right. So it's, it's, you know, that the, the better quality that you can source and roast and just do it, do it right. The less you would, you know, necessarily need to add things to it. Like, yeah, I'm the same way. I would go get shitty coffee and doctor
0: it up, give it a little doctor up. Yeah. So masking Masking the actual taste of the coffee. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Actually clarify this for me. Um, People will talk about, like, um, when you roast coffee. Yeah. And I've always said, and this is from what I learned, but also, like, what I remember, is, like, as Verve, you roast the coffee in or, in, to, a, to a time when it's just pulling out, it's the flavors of, like, where its surroundings or, like, yeah. so it's never roasting it to be just this dark roast all the time. And people have mentioned things to me about, like, you know, some of the Verve coffee of, like, how it's, like, a lighter color, yeah. than some other beans.
2: Yeah, I mean, our, it's true. Like when you roast coffee in brief, you're kind of caramelizing the sugars and there's this balancing point if you have really high-end coffee that has a ton of intrinsic flavors and fruity or floral or, you know, there's all these varieties of coffee like apples or anything else and we source the, the best of them. And so we want to caramelize the sugar, make bring out sweetness, but then not start covering all those beautiful natural flavors with roast. And that's where we are always trying to... It's a delicate dance. Every single coffee we, we roast, we develop a new profile for how that coffee should be roasted. We don't have like this one roast. We Every coffee is developed for itself. And so a lot of companies, you know, the darker you roast the coffee, the more you just start covering up whatever that coffee was with roast. And in a lot of cases, when you have really poor coffee, you want to cover up that yeah. with roast. So... You know, a lot of coffee. You know, historically, a lot of coffee companies that roast really, really dark don't buy great coffee because they're just you're not gonna taste it anyway. Yeah. So if you have coffee that's like covered in oils, audience, um, I would relook at your coffee because that's that's going into the deep zone. So that's try, like try that's find like, a little lighter coffee. That would
1: be like you know the companies that are chasing the dollar.
2: Yeah, I mean it's. All right,
1: I would I would perceive it that way anyways. Yeah, for sure. And then you know, quality over quantity versus them having quantity over quality. Yeah. And that's the difference between Verve and a lot of, you know, coffee companies. That's the difference between a lot of other, you know, third wave coffee shops that are roasting and putting in the time and the effort and the care, you know, into the product they're making. So, yeah, check your beans, people.
0: Check your beans, (laughs) Check your beans. Make sure they're not oily. Well,
1: do you have uh, anything you want to leave with these guys where um, you guys can check out Verve on Instagram and...
2: Yeah, we're, we, we're online uh, at Verve Coffee on all the platforms and online. And there's a lot, ton of information on our website and if co- about coffees we have and individual coffees and just working on putting out more media and just doing fun things. So,
1: Make sure you guys um, keep an eye out for me and Gina in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> me and Gina and Colby in Japan, podcasting. Well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen.
2: Just sure. look for the tree with three people on <laughs> yeah. headphones under it. All
1: right, well, thank you for having us. And uh, let's go drink some coffee,
0: Gina. I'm in. I'm in. Okay. Hey, guys, remember to rate, review, subscribe, five-star rating. And uh, thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day. Go go drink some Verve coffee. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.